This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Can I play with him? Can I win with him? Can I go with him? Can't do it. We talking about practice. Not a game, not a game, not a game. We talking about practice. You are now locked in to the Clock Dodgers podcast. Clock Dodgers podcast. Welcome to the Clock Dodgers podcast, sponsored by No Halftime. We are talking about a daily fantasy sports app that is unlike any other that you're you're that you're currently participating in unless you're participating in a halftime of course and you know unless you've already caught the drift you used your promo code clock you got your 50 percent bonus on your on your first deposit here um hey if you're doing all that then you're already ahead of the curve if you're not then you need to do it i don't understand what you're waiting for if you haven't done it yet you love fancy football obviously you're listening to this episode you love dfs i would think if you love fancy football, if you don't love it yet, no halftime is a perfect introduction for you. The reason being is, is that it's clean, it's simple, it's very direct. They have great customer service if you need it, but you're not going to. That's that's the special thing here. Um, all you're doing is player versus player matchups. You're not doing all kinds of uh, crazy gizmos and and gadgets and and widgets and what do you think it's? It's just straight up Tom Brady versus Aaron Rodgers. Well. Obviously, you can't do that because Aaron Rodgers isn't playing right now. <laughs> but, you know, A.J. Green versus Julio Jones. You can get ridiculous. Shane Vereen versus Rex Burkhead, right? I mean, you those are those are actual options here. Um, seeing other fans and other DFS things, certain guys like, like those guys will never be used, really. But in this, you can do that. You can get so... I don't, know how you, I don't even know the word that I want to use here. You could just get so different on this DFS platform than you can on the others. It just really is different. Um, and it's great to settle any beef that you have with friends, with family, with enemies, arch rivals. <laughs> it's perfect. It really is perfect. I don't know how else to put it to you. And, and I'm giving you this bonus offer. Uh, using the promo code CLOCK, you're getting a 50% bonus on your first deposit. So you're basically getting some free money. You know, you put 25 in, they're going to give you 50% bonus on it. Like up to 50 bucks. Let me be clear. Up to 50 bucks. But it's like, how can you not take advantage of that? So get on there. Use the promo code CLOCK. So many CLOCK Dodgers out there use this app. So if you download it and you use the promo code, start linking up with other Clock Dodgers because there's tons of them using it. There's tons of them using it. And you get your your family and your friends involved. Let them get some free money on their first deposit and have them play with you. It's super fun, I'm telling you. All right, guys, what I want to get into here is the this is week 10 of the fantasy season. So I don't want to wait any longer for that. Uh, We'll talk about halftime a little later in the episode as far as 
how you can apply week 10 um a, a good challenge for week 10 that they won't that they won't decline but let's get into some other things first before we get over to that um you guys know i like to open up the show with a little bit of a rant if you will or a little bit of a discussion on um on fantasy or some education some advice some insight something you can apply right um so what i want to get into really quick is i mentioned it's week 10 you know it's week 10 and you know things are starting to really heat up and what i mean by that is in a lot of leagues you you're kind of starting to catch the drift on whether you're in this thing you're in this playoff race uh coming up or you're not right like if you're 2 and 6 you're like all right i'm, I'm out right if you're 5 and 4 you're like okay i'm in the, i'm in the midst of things if you're 8 and 2 or whatever it is you know you feel pretty damn good so this this situation here is if you're this is kind of advice for if you're like five and four right um i guess you could say f- uh, if you got four only four wins you might you're still batting against it but depending on how your league is set up obviously depending on how many people they let into the playoffs how it's set up division wise and whatnot you probably still have a chance but basically what I, what i want to say is make the trade that you've been concerned with making right if you're in if you're in this position where you're kind of in the murky area, not if you're killing it, um, make it, but if but if you're in that area where it's like playoffs are bust right now, like every game left you need to win to make the playoffs, make the trade you've been concerned with making. Um, sit the stud who's been playing bad. Start the the bench player who's been overperforming. It's it's time to make your bold decisions and bold choices, and if you haven't already, right. I, I talk about on this podcast all the time the value um, or the necessity of taking risks in fantasy football, right? It's just, you just have to do it. Um, playing safe is not going to get you anywhere. Playing like everybody else is not going to get you anywhere. You have to take, you know, some some different gambles. And you're going you're gonna to fail at some, of course. That's just, that's life. But you have to take the risk also. So make the decisions for your team right now that you've been worried, you know, you've been worried to risk, say. Um, because it is, let's be honest, it's put up or shut up time. You either make the playoffs or you don't. If you're right there on the line, slightly behind it, it's time to pull out all the stops. You shouldn't have waited this long, honestly, you know, in the first place. But, you know, if you have too many good wide receivers, trade some. You need a running back. Don't, don't want to overpay. Screw who wins in the trade. Just get the player you need. When it's crunch time, like it is right now, you start to realize, you know, if I lose another game, it's going to be really tough to make the playoffs. That's how you look at it, right? And, and, and you start to understand how, you know, when people say fantasy football is a week-to-week game, it's never more week-to-week than it is right now for you. If you're five and four, you know four and six. Again, this is all dependent on how your your league's playoffs, you know, structure is set up. But you know, typically you're kind of in that murky area if those are your records right now. Um, it's a week to week game. You need to win this week. So if that means you trade in one of your players, you're not exactly winning the trade, but you're going to get a guy who this week is going to hopefully perform extremely well over the guy you're trading away. You got to do what you got to do. You cannot keep playing around, being afraid to pull the trigger, you know, not jumping at the trades that you need to jump at. It's now because if you don't do it, one of the biggest things in your life that you have is regret, right? You don't want to regret the decisions you didn't make, okay? So, I mean, and I'm not saying to get ridiculous. I'm not saying to be stupid here, 
But if there was something that was borderline and you weren't sure, but you feel like it could help you or, you know, there's a trade that will help you this week. Excuse me, but you're not sure if it's going to help you next week. You can't worry about next week right now. You need to worry about this week. So let's talk about a little bit about this week. Number one is this is this is if, if you're out of the playoff races, I have to say this because I see this happening in too many leagues. If you're out of the playoff race, if you already feel like it's over for you, you're two and six, like I mentioned before, you got one win, you know, whatever you got. Keep playing. There's not many things I don't like more than the person who feels that it's over for them. So they stop playing fantasy. Right. And this does not go out to the diehards because I know the diehards don't let up. Because the diehards understand that this is your opportunity to ruin other people's seasons, right? Your season's over, but you can ruin other people's seasons. So if you're kind of new to fantasy and you don't have that killer mentality, or even if you've been playing, but you don't have that killer instinct, um, you have to understand, man, you got to take some pride in ruining other guys' and gals' seasons. You got to take some pride in ruining their dreams, right, of making the playoffs. You know, you got to ruin their desire to go undefeated or, or whatever they're trying to pull, you know? Um, be a season wrecker. Take pride in that shit, all right? Um, and, and, of course, this is the last reminder um, for you to add players that can help you in the playoffs possibly who may have not been added in your league. If you're, if you're dealing with a league full of people who listen to Cloud Dodgers podcast, these guys are all gone. But if, they ha- if you're in a league with some people who don't listen – or you're holding out on them and not telling them about what we do here <laughs> and the help that we provided you. I understand, right? I've, I've talked to people who do that. That's cool, man. That's how, that's how you roll. That's fine. Word of mouth is helpful for us, but if you want to keep it to yourself, it's cool. But some guys that I'm just going to, I'm just going to remind you guys, Woodhead coming back, Westbrook, they're holding them out this week again. Uh, so ho- hopefully he plays next week, but uh, Westbrook is a guy, you know, it, you know, he's worth a stash. If you have space, Gordon, he got reinstated. We talked about him last week. Again, people may not trust it, but I'm telling you to trust it. Uh, David uh, DJ, right? If you if you have him and you know you're one of those guys who want to stash him, that's fine. This is the time. Corey Coleman, Josh Gordon's teammate. Uh, Greg Olson, of course. Again, just some of the guys that may be available still. If you have a spot on your in your depth chart and you're just wasting it on guys that you're never gonna play, pick up these guys if they're available. Because they could be game changers. Also, trade for injured guys who are coming back or backup guys who you think, you know, maybe it's, um, you know, the season's over for a team. You feel like this backup running back is going to get a real shot now. You want to pick those guys up or trade for them or target them. Uh, if you have spots to stash, um, you know, they, if you feel like they got a good shot, you know, like I said, don't get crazy. Don't get ridiculous. Don't make outlandish decisions. But, if you got if you got some guys that you feel could be picked up that could really help you, and, and they don't have to be guys that I've mentioned. There could be guys on your own list um, that you feel strongly about, and you don't have to. Here's the thing: you don't have to ask anybody what they think about it, right? Whether it's a trade, whether it's a free agent move, don't worry about what other people think about it. Just get the guy that you think is going to matter. It's what you think. This is your team. You have fun with it. Win or lose, you make the calls. Am I crazy if, question of the week, am I crazy if I pick up Corey Coleman or Josh Gordon? Of course you're not. The question you may be asking is, 
which one should I pick up, right? Um, am I crazy if I pick up Corey Coleman over Josh Gordon? Or am I crazy if I pick up Josh Gordon over Corey Coleman? That's a legitimate question. If you have space, if you have the space in your roster, I'm telling you to roster them, right? If you could roster both, hell, if you got some deep depth, you know, deep bench and and these guys happen to be available, take them both. These guys are coming back. We're not exactly sure which date, but I got a good feeling they're both going to play. You can use one as trade bait or, you know, see which one pops off or whatever the case may be. Um, but if you could just get one of them, get one of them. Um, if you're in Dynasty, you won't really have a chance. They're, they're going to be on people's teams already. Uh, I can't see a league where either one of these guys are available in Dynasty. So for that for that fact, it doesn't really matter. Um, but in Redraft, um, the question is, you know, who will perform more, right, out of these two guys? Um, who can help my playoff run? I say both. I honestly believe that. And I know there's people listening that don't want to agree with that, right? They don't believe Gordon will be a factor. Again, those are probably people who just don't have Gordon, so they don't want to believe in him. That's fine. They don't have to believe in him. You don't have to believe in him, but I say stash him and do it. Coleman, obviously, you know, he's played football more recently. Um, He obviously was dealing with an injury, not the same situation as Gordon. Um, So, you know, obviously, it's a little different of a risk. Have you seen Gordon's shape lately, though? I mean, the guy, he's a freak. He's a freak with God-given talent. So Gordon does come with more risk uh, because we just don't know how the Browns are going to use them, how they feel about them. Um, you know, but they like Corey Coleman, right? We know that. And we know how they've used him more recently. So he's safer. Um, but 100%, both are worth flyers. If your team is in good shape and you have space for both, I'm fine with it. Um, if you don't, you know, pick one, pick one or the other. If only one's available, pick them up. Um, but they're definitely both worth a flyer, you know, especially if your team is in good shape and you like to win. They're all, they're both worth flyers if you like to win. If you don't like to win fancy, that's cool. You just don't worry about it. <laughs> but I think they're both worth the ad for sure. I think they both can make an impact. One, obviously, slightly more than the other. But I think they're both, uh, there's, there's value there, in my opinion. Do you want your am I crazy if question answered on the podcast send it to me on twitter at clock dodgers specify that it's for the show uh by starting your tweet with something to the effect of am i crazy if and that way we can try to use your question on the next episode over to the i told you so players of the week we nailed some last week we also we also missed we also missed on some but we crushed it on some we've been fairly accurate with these it's been fun um but again Anytime you do anything bold or a little out of a little out of line with what the you know the popular decision is on these things, um, you're gonna make some mistakes, right? Um, so again, as a reminder, I told you so. Players of the week are not the top plays of the week. I have to keep reiterating this when we do the players to stay away from the players to target. Then if, if you want cookie cutter, straight cake answers, there's other places for that information, right? It's not here. Because I feel like people listening are a little too smart for that, right? Like, there's no reason for me to give you the obvious information, right? I'm, I'm pretty sure you have your resources. I'm pretty sure you watch football. I'm pretty sure you can figure those things out on your own. So I respect you guys enough to not give you the obvious 
answers to stuff, right? The obvious projection, the obviously pre- obvious prediction. I'm not going to do that to you. If people are playing things safe and they want to play that game, that's fine. That's fine, but that's just not the way we operate here. Um, so my I told you so player of the week at quarterback is Eli Manning. Yes, his team has struggled. Yes, he has struggled somewhat. Yes, his coach is fucking crazy. And he possibly doesn't know what he's doing. I understand all that. Eli Manning is playing the San Francisco 49ers. Any quarterback who plays the San Francisco 49ers has a chance, right? I, I, I feel good about this because I feel like Eli, you know, he, he's hearing these things about a backup quarterback starting or, you know, all, all this crazy stuff. And I feel like this is a pride thing for Eli at this point. He's playing a bad team. He has pride, right? You're, you're, you're questioning his position and him starting. And it could be a big fuck you to the coach. So I'm good with Eli Manning on my I told you so quarterback of the week. At running back, I'm going with his teammate, Orleans Darkwa. Again, he's playing San Francisco. I can't it's hard it's hard to, you know, give you much more stronger of a uh, reason why I'm picking him, but I like Darkwa's chances. He's doing better each week. He's a good fill-in if you need one because of injuries or buys. Um I just like I like Darkwa this week. So at running back, I told you so player of the week, Darkwa. For wide receiver, <laughs> here's where some people are going to be like, what? What? Say what? Martavis Bryant. That's right. The Martavis Bryant, the one who was suspended or not suspended, but his team didn't start him or play him last week. That Martavis Bryant. Understand Martavis Bryant has a very good matchup this week. He's a big playmaker. He, again, like Eli, has something to prove. And if he gets targets, he will convert them. Big play targets. I feel comfortable with Martavis Bryant scoring a touchdown this week. I'm comfortable with that. I'm big on guys that have something to prove. I'm big on guys who need a big week to show something to their team, to the fans, to everything. Hence why Eli Manning's on here. Hence why Martavis Bryant's on here. Sure, get all caught up in Juju. Get all caught up in Antonio Brown. You have the right to do that. Don't forget Martavis Bryant and what he can do. Again, I'm not saying these guys are going to be world beaters. I'm not saying they're going to be top five of the week. But you can do worse, and I like these guys. At tight end, O.J. Howard. Mike Evans is suspended. Fitzpatrick is slinging the rock. He's a big target. We've seen him flash big games here and there. Very light, but we've seen it. They need a target right now. Mike Evans is down. Sure, you're going to have other wide receivers step up, yada, yada, yada. But he's a big target. Fitzpatrick, I, I just see it. I see the connection. Again, a lot of these guys end up on, end up on this list. Maybe I think they're going to get a lot of receptions. Maybe I think they're going to make a big play. Sometimes I just feel good that they'll get a touchdown. And when you get that touchdown, it leaves opportunity for points. You know, you're getting at least six, seven points, whatever it is, uh, depending on your league scoring and how it works. But I just feel like, you know, if you feel good about that, then there's other points behind it somewhere. Um, So, yeah, O.J. Howard, tight end. I told you so, player of the week. Now, moving on to players I want you to stay away from. I haven't done this in past weeks, so this is a little bonus for you guys. I've been sharing it on social media, but I haven't been talking about it on the podcast. 
players to stay away from. Let's call these the players with cooties. <laughs> stay away from these guys. I know you guys remember cooties, right? When you were in elementary school. Get away from me. She has cooties. I know you know what I'm talking about. I hope you don't act like that still. But in fantasy football, I want you to act like this. Unless you got your cootie shot, and that, a.k.a. you're desperate as shit, I'm staying away from these guys. Quarterback, Phillip Rivers. I hate the matchup. That defense they're playing is Jacksonville. It's brutal. They have a great secondary. They have a great defense all around. I'm just not feeling Phillip Rivers here. I'm not feeling him. I don't feel good about it. I know people have said he's, he's been pretty consistent. He's had a pretty good season. I'm just not feeling it. Not against the Jags. At running back, Lamar Miller, you guys know how I felt about Deshaun Watson. You know how I feel about him being hurt. I just I just think Miller is going to be less effective. He's going to be less effective without Deshaun Watson there. Again, last week you've seen it. It was, it was a little brutal. Um, and For, Foreman is going to continue to eat into his carries. Um, I just don't like Lamar Miller. If you have to start him, obviously there's going to be cases where you do. But again, I'm not a fan. Let's put Phillip Rivers and Lamar Miller together. Stay away from them. They have cooties. Circle, circle, dot, dot. <laughs> Wide receiver, T.Y. Hilton. Why no parts of him? Tough D he's going up against. He's Mr. Inconsistent. Understand that when you start T.Y. Hilton in the current system that he's in, you are living and dying by his 30 points one week, three points the next week. You have to understand that. So if you're going to play T.Y. Hilton, you have to go into it understanding, yes, he's a playmaker. Yes, he makes big plays. Yes, he can do it. Yes, his quarterback, Brissett, Jacoby, is good enough to make it happen. But they're also a very possible chance that they get three points. And it's just more fragile than some other wide receivers. So I don't want to no part of T.Y. Hilton this week. Again, a lot of times guys right now need the W this week. You need it. If you want to take the gamble with T.Y. Hilton, you don't like your other options, I'm cool with it because the possibility is always there. But I just don't like it. And at tight end, his teammate Jack Doyle. Again, the matchup, not crazy about it. Steelers, great linebackers. I just think the Colts are going to struggle. I think they're going to struggle. And and it's not to say I don't like them because I do like their players. I do like a bunch of guys in their team. I do think they're not that horrible. They have talent. It's just not clicking on all cylinders right now. And it's a tough matchup. Straight straight up. So that is our I Told You So Players of the Week, along with our players to stay away from. To keep it simple, to keep it elementary, they are players with the cooties. <laughs> cooties. You got the cooties. I don't, do kids even say that anymore? I have no clue. I don't even know if they said it when I was a kid. You maybe, you know, I think it was just a part of pop culture or something, but... Um, I don't know if kids do that anymore. I think I think they're a little more advanced. There's probably more serious stuff at this point to catch than cooties. Hmm. Something to think about. <laughs> Ask your kids, what do they do these days in elementary school? What are they what are they putting what do these girls have that the boys are trying to stay away from and vice versa? Over to our no halftime, I got a challenge that they won't skip. I got a challenge they won't refuse. I got a challenge when they see it, they're going to want to accept it because it just looks so tempting. What I want you to do is put Drew Brees out there for your opponents. Give them Drew Brees. And you take Ben Roethlisberger. I like Big Ben's matchup. 
And I think that you can get this accepted off of Drew Brees' name value alone. He's still, for some reason, and I'm not saying he's doing terrible. He's playing Buffalo this week, so they have a decent defense. But Brees has, you know, he's not the guy that, you know, we're used to. Or maybe he doesn't have the weapons that we were used to him having. I don't I don't know what the case is, but I just don't feel strong about him this week. I do like Big uh, Big Ben this week. I feel like he's a sneaky play because, again, you know, hasn't had, you know, an overwhelmingly great season or anything by any means, but he has great wide receivers, a great running back. I just feel strongly about him this week. I think you can get this accepted because when they see Drew Brees, they're just fans of him. They just like the guy. And for good reason. He could totally screw this one up for you. <laughs> but again, that's the risk you play. When you play no halftime, you got to create challenges that people want to accept, which means you are going to take on a risk because you cannot just put out there the most obvious things and expect people to accept it. You can't. You just can't. And that's why here I like to focus on the not obvious topics the not obvious advice because i could sit here and do what every other podcast does and run down all the games and give you all this obvious information but what does it really do for you it just leaves you with the same questions you had before you listen to the podcast so again we're having fun here we're nailing some things we're missing on some things i'm i'm totally transparent with that if if you're not missing you're not really taking shots let's just be honest let's just be honest you're not taking shots you're going for the little easy layups that's what i'm talking about this isn't a layup podcast it's just not just some closing thoughts really quick before we close this out, because I know you're trying to get your roster set up. I dropped this podcast on Saturday morning, last minute, last minute advice for you to get your podcast, your podcast, your roster set up, make your little last minute decisions, get everything right. Hell, even use it to start preparing for week 11. If you want, I dropped this last minute for a reason, because I want you to get the most up to date information you can get my strongest feelings on things that they're digesting everything throughout the week. I just feel really good about the information I give you when I do it last minute like this. And I feel like it's most impactful because when you listen to an episode on Monday or Tuesday, things are kind of wishy-washy or kind of more of a recap thing. And you know, at this point, these things are gonna be fresh in your mind straight out the gate as you're going in to get these W's for week 10, as you're going in to get these W's to get yourself further into the playoff race. That's how we do this. Closing thoughts really quick. So people are saying, what's the deal with Martellus Bennett? What is this mess with him, the Packers? He seems to, I mean, I mean, it seems like for me a question that many people are just asking or that they have at the moment is what's going on with this guy, right? He leaves the Packers. He's talking crazy. I think it was on Snapchat about their team doctor, he felt like the doctor was forcing him to play in a sense, like kind of encouraging him um, to play. Packer players who are well-respected have come out since then saying, this guy is off because this guy, this doctor is great, right? Like, what is he talking about? He says that, you know, he didn't want to play. He felt like he probably needed surgery, all these kind of things. But the Packers, felt he felt this thing like he didn't trust them and that they wanted him to play. Yet he gets cut. He goes to the, the Patriots, pick him up, and he's practicing now. He got cleared medically. So people are like, what the hell's going on here, right? Understandably, it's confusing for sure. But my opinion is that Bennett seeing the Packers were finished. 
They were finished competing this season when they lost A-Rod. So he was like, I'm good, fam. I'm good. Let's hang these cleats up. I mean, he said he wanted to retire at the end of the season anyway, right? So he's like, yo, I'm good. I'm, you know, we're not going nowhere. I came here to go. I came here to win the Super Bowl with fucking Aaron Rodgers. So I'm good on this season. And that's just my opinion. Of course, this is not coming from any kind of fact. Um, I'm totally, totally just assuming this. Um, and this is all allegedly, right? There's no, there's no facts here. Um, Martellus Bennett didn't call me up and give me this information, but, um, it's just my opinion. I think football for him, and and I get this from like, uh, conversations that I've seen him have, um, interviews and things like that. I I think football was kind of just a means to an end for him. Um, and I I mean, now obviously he's with the Patriots, right? So he's going to say he wants to play. He wants to finish out strong, chase the Super Bowl. But I think football in general was a means to an end with him. Um, and, and that's happened for other players before. Um, Arian Foster has come out um, publicly and said stuff to the effect or on Twitter or on podcasts and stuff um, that, you know, he, he really just played the game to, to, you know, create a living for himself. And I think some guys just play the game. They have these incredible skills. And this is not a discount on them by any means at all. They were laying it all on the line. They're injuring their bodies. They're, you know, potentially affecting their future as far as how their body can, you know, carry them the rest of the way through life or their head and trauma and all these things. I'm not discounting them at all. I just think that some guys um, treat football or sports in general like anybody would treat a nine to five or a 10 to six or whatever the hell schedule you work. I had to be like specific here because I don't work nine to five. I work midnight to seven in the morning. I know. Okay. You get, you get my drift. Some guys just play football to make money, right? It's hard to understand because we love football so much. We're like, how can you, how can this not be your dream? But it's not for some people. It's just not just like for some people being a lawyer may not be their dream. They just figured out that they were really, really good at it and can make a lot of money doing it. And I can, and they can have a really good life for themselves doing it. And so they do it. So I just, and again, this is based off of no fact. I, I just feel like things he said in interviews that before have kind of leaned this way. Um, so I just feel like, you know, at some point, you know, they play the game, they milk it for what it's worth. And then they get to move on to whatever, you know, real passions they have or other passions, I should say, um, that they want to pursue. Again, Arian Foster is a great example. Now he has a podcast. Um, he, he clearly, if you follow him on Twitter and stuff, is a, you know, a thinker and uh, someone who likes to uh, get philosophical and all in the science and everything. Um, so he has his podcast and he gets to do other things now. Bennett is also a creative mind kind of guy and he wants to do other stuff. He does do other stuff. Um, and so I, I, I don't think it's as crazy as we think it is. I think that, you know, I, I keep seeing people throw hate his way. And they say, you know, he gets moved around from team to team. He must have some kind of attitude issues. Could be true. Definitely could be true. But come on. You guys know better. Don't hate the player. Hate the game. Don't hate the player. Hate the game. He's put in his years. He's provided for his family. He's given them the opportunity for a great life from what he sacrificed on the field, right? He's already done the sacrificing. So let's just give that a rest. And, of course, he gets to chase another Super Bowl with the Patriots now. Now, damn, my body feels good now. 
<laughs> I don't feel like I need surgery anymore. For some reason, I don't feel like I need to go on IR. It's so weird. This team with a quarterback, a backup quarterback, is no longer has playoff aspirations, and I need season-ending surgery. But as soon as that team cuts me and I sign with one of the best teams in football, I suddenly feel fine. <laughs> hey, I love it, Ben, and I'm with you, man. I got no problem with it. Well, guys, listen, that covers football for the week, hot topics in football for the week, fantasy football advice, players I want you to avoid, players I want you to stick to like glue this week, all kinds of insight, trades, and what, what I need you to do. All I want you guys to do is go get this W for week 10. That's what I want you to worry about. Week 10. Don't worry about 11, 12, 13, 14 playoffs, this, that, Super Bowls, yada, yada, yada. Get the W this week. Do whatever it takes to get that W, especially if you're in, again, that gray area where you're not sure what's going to happen. This is where you have to take those bold decisions, those risks, and make things happen. If you have questions for me that you would like me to answer, feel free to send those to me on the uh, social media platform that you follow me on. I'll be happy to try to help. Um, Sunday morning, I try to get as many, I try to knock out as many questions as possible. It's not easy, but I try my best to get to as many as possible. Um, so if you have trade questions, lineup questions at clock Dodgers is the handle Twitter, Instagram It's the most easily accessible place. Otherwise fancy life app, sleeper bot, things like that are also super effective. Um, just hit me up, reach out to me. Um, as always guys, please subscribe to the podcast. If you're not already subscribed and you're just streaming it, go hit that subscribe button. It's super helpful. Visit cloudodgers.com. We got waiver articles up there. We have PPR tools that you can use. Uh, Josh and Josh on both of those. (laughs) Two different Joshes. Great stuff, though. Um, College football content on there, if that's your thing. Two new articles that just dropped like yesterday and today or something like that. So go check those out. Kind of revamping things a little bit on there. So go check it out. Show it some love. Like I said, follow us on Twitter, Instagram. Oh, please, guys, subscribe to the YouTube channel. The YouTube channel is kind of effective in a, in, in a sense that when we upload the podcast, you can go there. It automatically uh, uploads to YouTube as well. But there's going to be all other kinds of content that I want to share on there also um, that I do more original content. But we I want to get the I want to get the subscribers up. Let's let's get let's just reach. Let's try to reach a little goal here. Let's try to get the subscribers to 100 subscribers on, on YouTube. Let's do that right now. We're at like 25 or something like that. Let's get it to 100. If you guys can do that for me, it'll mean the world to me as well. So let's try to get YouTube to 100 subscribers. Um, it's not too hard. Plenty of plenty, plenty of help out there in Clock Dodgers. You guys can help us out and make that happen. Again, every time we get stronger here, we get stronger as a group. Just need your help. Just need your word of mouth. It's super effective. You guys have been great this whole time. Um, so again, subscribe to the podcast on all platforms, whatever platform you need. Subscribe to it on four platforms if you want. I don't want you to miss these episodes, especially when we do these ones that drop Sunday morning. Um, I hate for you to miss it. And miss out on some real critical advice that could have really helped you because you just didn't subscribe. I try to share it as much as I can everywhere so you don't miss it. But if you subscribe, you just can't miss it. <laughs> you know what I mean? And um, don't forget, we're also getting the Patreon thing churned up. Uh, if you go check us out on Patreon, put go in there and search Clock Dodgers. You'll find us. There's all kinds of different tiers and giveaways and things like that that you can get involved in. Um, and we're going to kind of start a little private network on there as well. Um, where you can ask more questions directly, uh, maybe get some video stuff going, some private podcast episodes going. Um, but that's going to take you guys to get involved as well. So go check us out on Patreon, see the different options that are there. We're just starting to kick it off a little bit. 
Um, but if you guys want to get in there in the forefront before this thing gets crazy, um, feel free to jump in there. Let's make some stuff happen. I love you guys. As always, I hope you guys have a great week 10. Let's kick it off nice. Get those W's. And as always, guys, you know the deal here at Clock Dodgers. Be kind, be great, keep dodging. Visit ClockDodgers.com for more unique content. Connect with us now by following at Clock Dodgers on Twitter, Instagram, and Periscope.